What is up, everybody, and welcome to Two Old Souls. This is the show where we talk about the movies, the shows, the music, the people, and the memories that keep us young, all in an attempt to answer the question that has plagued mankind ever since Murtaugh met Riggs. Are we too old for this shit? I'm one of your hosts, Michael, and with me as always is Andrew. Andrew, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. Let's get nuts. Yes, we have a soundboard now. So that's that's all. That's one of many several new things that are taking place with this show, uh, including that we are now also on. We've been saying this for fucking months, and we finally figured it out. So, courtesy of RedCircle.com, we are now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Google Podcasts as well. I think so. It's very exciting. In the words of a what was it, Tank in the Matrix? It's a very exciting time. So I'm still gonna be <laughs> doing that shit with my own voice, but. You know, we'll also just have sound bites to plug in as well. <laughs> you know, Michael, I was uh, sipping this um, Jamba Juice right here, uh-huh. and uh, I know it's not real when it goes into my body, oh my and I just really appreciate whatever else Cypher says. But yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm excited for today. Yeah. So um, for those of you who are listening, uh, thank you to those of you who have. It's kind of cool. We can actually see like legit analytics and stuff on Red Circle. So we're seeing this is this is kind of making its way around, and you know we're gonna really try to do a little bit better, do a bit of a better job at kind of <clears throat> pimping out this podcast and plugging it and whatnot. Yeah, it just kind of feels like a a new lease on life, a reboot, if you will. Speaking of which, I had a quick, I had a real quick thing I wanted to get off my chest. So we both, uh, you saw Jane Silent Bob reboot, right? Yeah. So do you do you agree to do you agree with the the rules of a reboot, like a, the difference between a reboot and a remake. Um, can can you clarify? Because I don't like, know if that was that addressed in the movie. Yeah, yeah, I saw it a while ago. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, a year yeah, ago. Yeah. I saw it. Yeah, Brody gives the whole expository speech and stuff. So I guess a remake is they change it up. It's basically the same movie, but they kind of change it, and it still sucks. But you still at least have the first one. But a reboot, I think, they force. That he's in the movie, he says that they force diversity and blah 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 like, and it ruins both movies in the process. <laughs> well, yeah, because I guess there is a difference between the yeah. Dawn of the Dead, sure, and let's say the Ghostbusters, right? Yeah, um, or even uh, like Batman or Spider Man, like yeah. those. The reboots are like, I always thought they were um to kick off like kind of a different take on it that's true if it's essentially the same story spine then i i say you call it a remake you know Mm -hmm. if it's essential but you just change up certain things this is all me trying this is all me just having an giving myself an excuse to tell you that earlier this week i watched the trailer for he's all that (laughs) (laughs) the coming netflix remake have we talked about this how they're doing no i didn't even know this was a thing we really haven't talked about this no 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 so <laughs> and it's kind of on brand in several ways um because obviously this is the upcoming remake of the late 90s classic she's all that but they're gender they're sort of swapping the the genders in the story now so like the freddie prince character is now this girl and i guess she's like it's kind of it sounds really kind of fucking lazy she's a tiktok like she's tiktok famous in real life but her character is also like a tiktok influencer or whatever okay so that's like her thing that's popular like it's not she's not a soccer star like freddie prince was like zach seiler with the you know the predecessor to jake weiler um <laughs> I'm sorry. hey arthur 
Captain America. Yeah, fuck yeah, guys. I mean, go watch Not Another Teen Movie. It's on Netflix. It's like some of it's honestly one of Chris Evans' best performances in his entire career. It's actually, I, it's one of my favorite comedies. Like, I'm not even being facetious or any of that. Her reputation gets tarnished. I don't know how much of the original she's all that you remember, but like the beats look like they're all kind of the same. Her reputation gets tarnished when she finds out that her <clears throat> her boyfriend is, yeah, like either is cheating on her or dumps her or whatever. And then the same thing, her like douchebag friend, but I guess she's more of like, it's like a queen bee. It's like a mean girls type of thing, right? Her friend. Cause you know, like in all of those like mean girls clicks in movies, there's a... <laughs> There's always there's always like the second banana who wants to kind of like usurp the the main character's position in the click. Right? Yeah, I got you. So mm. like this this in this case this girl is the Paul Walker character in the movie. So yeah, they make the bed blah 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 and you know, and she's all that uh what's to say Zach goes for like, you know, the the weird art student Laney like she's got paint on her overalls, <laughs> you know. <laughs> she's got glasses and a ponytail. Um but it's banana split. Yeah, they go for, but instead she goes for. I don't really know what his shtick is, but anyway. So I don't think the reason I'm bringing I'm bringing this up to you is because I still want to talk about this at some point. So like the ugly duckling for this version, the the guy who gets the makeover is Robbie from Cobra Kai, who is oh shit objectively like one of the most handsome looking like people I've probably ever seen in my life. Like it's like they took DNA from all these 90s teen idols like kept him on ice and then threw it all together in a laboratory and engineered him like he looks like he's like jonathan brandis meets jtt meets all of these all these like you know blonde haired teen beat dude and he's like this dirty he looks like this like dirty skater nerd guy with like a photographer but his thing is he worked with horses after school so he's like super jacked mm. so I, just, I just don't buy it for one second i'm like i thought they would at least you forgot to it. mention the lawrences with all that horse ranch shit yeah 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 horse and you know decom duels coming at you so pretty soon it's gonna be our new sub series yeah. very exciting stuff um but, that's that's interesting they're making that uh because yeah. they just did a um fuck what was it was it american pie where it was all girls this time and then it was um like a bunch of girls like just going paid? after some boys yeah um well, i can't a, remember what it was, was called blockers is that what no you're not blockers oh, no. i with john cena oh yeah that was a good one though yeah that was funny okay. what's the latest american pie movie oh like oh like the straight to video like yeah entries. it was on netflix oh, okay like naked mile and all that all that stuff yeah it's one of those uh but anyway i don't know yeah it yeah just, this it is like i'm probably gonna hate this flipped it, so it. it just but yeah it's just it's so funny to me i was like how is he gonna be a nerd you know with that that like i thought they would at least make him like one of those dude one of those like pasty kids who's like super into anime or something like that because that i just don't buy that he's like a social outcast you know hmm. but we'll see see how they pull it off they still he might like, be bullied they still yeah, never know. yeah i mean like they rachel lee cook plays the main girl's mom and i think they even put uh math matt lillard back in there so yeah, um american pie uh girls rules oh, okay that's what it, that's what it's called. It's the latest one. Yeah, watched like a, I watched the opening. I couldn't watch much more of it. Yeah. Not because it was about like a girl's point of view. It was just more. It was too like slapsticky. Mm -hmm. Too much in in the beginning for my mm -hmm. for my enjoyment. Yeah, I mean, if the movie, you know, I'll still watch it. I'll give it a chance. And worst comes to worst, you know, if the movie sucks, you can. Always, I'll I'll just have this to say. You I mean. Blew it! 
<laughs> it's kind of ironic to say this for this episode, but I'm also not like a teenager, so it, it doesn't the humor doesn't hit me the same way. But sure. with our topic, yeah. it's going to be funny that I just said I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not a kid. Okay, for sure. <laughs> uh, before we get onto the topic, did you want to revisit a point you made in a previous episode that is currently, I think, number two? Uh, TV? sure. Yeah. I, if you want to. You know, unpack it just a little bit, yeah, but go go um, I'm good. I so I uh, now, so the episodes are gonna turn out just a teensy bit shorter, nice. guys. I'm like so drunk with power right now; it's not even, <laughs> it's not even funny. So, in our Star Wars uh, reaction or breakdown uh, discussion, whatever you want to call it, podcast, I mentioned that um, the scene in a new hope where luke comes into the he runs into the chamber in the stormtrooper outfit and he says to princess leia leia oh i'm luke skywalker i'm here to rescue you and she responds um you're who going back like i i i implied that maybe she um like knew who he was because of her reaction like in the way she said it you'd have to go back and just watch it to um understand what i'm kind of what i'm saying just look at her facial expression and then i guess my my evidence behind that get a little biblical as far as what we're what we're doing is uh in return of the jedi when when luke uh pulls her aside in the in the tree forest and uh he goes um oh we're siblings and she says oh I, i've known and i've always known somehow and so i i thought oh that's that's still that's a little interesting to indirectly tie that in however you want to um interpret that as far as um looking back on it but that's that's all i had to uh to add to that I just thought it'd be nice to bring it up on the show. That's beautiful, and see, man. Oh, that was hella loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> some of these are not. The, the audio mix on some of these is too loud. That's totally fine. That's but yeah, what do, you, what do you think about that? I think that that is... That's a valid point. You know, I think it's okay. I wasn't sure about that either. It's a little fanboyish. It is a little fanboyish because I think a lot of people make the same... A similar criticism or whatever where they go... You know, what do you remember of your mother? And she goes, I have nothing, just fra- flashes, really. I, she was mm-hmm. kind but sad because, I mean, shit, their mom died as soon as they were born. So how could she remember, really remember, like, Padme or whatever? But, I mean, I think I think they have, they've gone into, like, Star Wars Rebels and stuff a little bit more so. And there's this thing, some kind of nexus. I haven't seen it. I've heard about it. I haven't seen the episode, that particular episode yet. But there's sort of this nexus where like if you see an interstellar it's kind of like you know where like time all exists in the same space so you mm-hmm. can kind of like with the through the force you can sort of reach across space and time like past present and future so maybe that's pulling through a little bit of that so you know i think that holds okay on. yeah okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so i mean it's just a lot of dots you could connect now yeah. just with 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 hindsight yeah, for sure absolutely which when you do (laughs) yeah i mean when you do things like when you do all that shit you know i I mean i also said you know maybe they should have kept the death star for three movies but they had no idea there were going to be three movies they could say there was but there's a whole other like there's all the other history behind that there's a um i i learned there's a book that followed up uh the first star wars movie and that that book was supposed to be um like the original i guess title was supposed to be made into like an indie movie in case this movie flopped okay. so george lucas had like a different story to follow it up with it's like a backup plan in case kind of thing right um but it's also i think was in star wars canon or somehow be, until it got you know disney right. disney-fied oh, gentrified yeah um mickey mouse gentrified uh 
<laughs> the galaxy far, far away. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it's it's interesting to look at this this stuff. I've like um, come across since we've done that podcast, mm-hmm. and I wanted to follow up. Came across it by accident too, like all that stuff. Yeah. This the stuff about the book, um, but other thing was just my opinion. Thank what the fuck are we talking about today? Yeah, I was about to say, and I mean, this one was kind of your idea, so I'm I kind of want to. I'll just I kind of want to hear from you like how this one came up for you because it's actually a pretty fun one. I wasn't really sure how how this was going to go for me, but then I kind of started to go down the rabbit hole of like digging into my past and obviously and then Yeah. As where usually, where did the red pill where did the red pill take you when I brought up this topic, you uh, know, like you, I don't know, as is you there's levels to it where the red pill just kind of hits different. Yes. Like obvious and then all of a sudden in the like just as I was setting up to do this, all of a sudden all these new things just came like flooded me and i was like oh my god i had this and i had this and i had this yeah so today we're going to be talking about uh two this is a two-pronged episode um this will be the most recent one on our feed just to kind of flex on our new our new uh distribution platform (laughs) and then we're going to kind of go back just so you guys know and put up everything that we had already up to this point um, and we'll put the original recording dates in the show notes so you know. So it just gives context as to why the how how the conversations have shifted. So and and we'll we'll yeah. probably still have episodes on YouTube. It's yeah. it's been a while, but we wanted to but figure out how to get this thing going. And now since it as, it's as accessible yeah. as possible for people. So yeah. So since we I mean we we stopped like posting, but we haven't stopped working mm-hmm. on the show. Yeah. So we have a lot of, uh, a lot of topics and things to for you guys to catch up on yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited because I forgot about a lot of those episodes, like I guess when we did them. Yeah. So I want to see what I'll go back and listen to them and I'll probably be pleasantly surprised about, you know, mm-hmm. some of the things that get me to laugh or even things I don't even think about anymore. For so. sure. All right. So today we are getting into two things. Uh, we're going to be talking about things we collected as kids and also just toy fads we got swept up in. Um, Andrew, you suggested this one. It's actually pretty cool now that i really think about it so what what brought this up for you in particular um a couple reasons because i wanted to freshen up what our um topic of conversation would be opposed to something that you watch um this has something to do with things we watch but a lot of what we talk about aside from a few episodes is usually like a movie or a show or um something you visually consume and um these are the things you visually consume, like in the flesh. You're right there with it. You could hold it, and you know, with being a t- the two old souls, there's a lot of nostalgia in the in the episodes we do. But also that comes with um, being sentimental. So I feel like a lot of things I had, I started to have sentimental value with them. And then now that I don't have those things anymore, you see them, you get brought back to a time where, like, oh, I remember when I had that. So you may not even want to have it anymore, but it reminds you of um. You know, possibly good times or, or even hard times, depending on how you look at it. So, um, or those things were like uh, escape escape tactics in times of hard, of, of of rough of rough occurrences and experiences. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. This that's that actually brings to mind something that I learned about in grad school. We, um, something called I think it's called a transitional object, and basically it's mm. something that like has, a blanket. Yeah, it's, it's basically <laughs> for the a same, baby. Yeah, it's basically the yeah. same principle as like a security blanket, or like I feel safe mm. when I hold this bear because my mom gave it to me or whatever when I was little and blah blah blah. Yeah, and you know, as a kid, it's like a smell. There's like a smell yeah. on it or something, and yeah. yeah. As a kid, there's just so little in your life that you really have any sort of control over whatsoever. Like you don't fucking control what family you come from. You don't control the house you live in what the food that you eat 
where you go to school, the, what time you go to bed, any of that. So like when it comes to these, these you know these trinkets or these little these little collections, like that's your first real taste of not just physical literal ownership. This belongs to me, but also on on an emotional level, you get kind of invested in. These are all things that I sadly don't really have any of this on me anymore, except for like maybe a couple. It's all I'm getting. I'm actually getting a little getting a little emotional right now even talking about that so we'll, we'll just get into it um this is just i think we'll maybe we'll just go kind of back and forth like sort of ping pong style i really like the way that we do that mm. um, so i don't know if you want to just jump if you want to just concentrate on like do you want to do the collections first or the fads well what what do you feel like? uh, since this I'd, was your idea yeah let's let's go fads because i think that it's easier to miss things with the fads yeah. uh, we could always come back to the collectibles yeah. so um i will also the f- i will also extend that to like we can also bring up like things we wish we had but like other can rock yeah had, had or brought to school yeah. and we only could try it out if they brought it or if we went mm-hmm. to someone's house you know that's that's okay too yeah it's by definition that's how a fad works so um i do want to give some like i do want to make room from some for some like honorable mentions because they may not have been fads but there was definitely a commercial for these things and and i think they were somewhat popular but maybe not popular Mm -hmm. like a lot of those like magic toys um i was a sucker for some of those so but yeah uh fads i didn't have a criteria for the fad um it was really more about based off memory and what we liked um yeah for me it's more just like was it popular at the time and like do people really give a shit if people don't really care about it now or even kids don't really care about it now which is most things because you know i would say toys just don't have the same amount of importance or significance for kids now because mm-hmm. so much so much of the things they play with now are on screens so it's it's kind of broad my my take on it is a little different but you know it's all good we'll just, i think it's all kind of fair game so okay so i'll go with my very first like I guess toy that I had that was a fad and I I fucking loved it was a uh, Stretch Armstrong. Oh that was a, a toy that I just I don't know why there were like different versions of it too. I think there was like a Hulk Hogan version and maybe like a rant like so there's some wrestling versions of it too. Just I have very fond memories of that that toy. I don't know. It was like it was like one of my security blankets in the way. I always had it with me. If you don't know what that is, it's 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 like a doll, but. It was made of I don't want to say putty, but it was, it was like it's a jelly, like a very um like, a jelly like inside, right? something like that. But you're able to stretch it, yeah. and it was it was very malleable. Yeah, and it always came back into form, I think, mm-hmm. in some way, and then you just wear it out. But uh, it had like this funny smell to it, like a very plasticky smell. Um, like rubbery. Yeah, plastic. just like the yeah, it was like the coolest to me. It was like the coolest toy. Like I guess if if you if you like kinetic sand. Is very similar in like that kind of um, sensory, that sort of, that, yeah, yeah. sensory kind of satisfying feeling. Yeah, right. It like feels how people like wow. ASMR. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, do that again. Uh, okay, sure. It feels phenomenal. <laughs> yes. So that that's my like that's the one I'd open it up with with Stretch Armstrong. Um, and let me see if like. I didn't look this up, but I can see different versions of Stretch Armstrong. Yeah, I, think, I mean, it, it was, I think that toy originated in the 70s. For, I remember seeing mm-hmm. it on VH1. It was super old, but the there was, it, like, I guess there was a re-release of it. I don't know. Yeah, they, I'm sure they brought it back multiple times over the years, you know. Or, or it could just be like how G.I. Joe was always um, popular. Right. Did you ever cut Did you ever cut, cut it open to see what was inside? Were you ever curious about that? or? 
No, surprisingly not. Uh-huh. I know that ruins the improv, but like yeah. I was never, I didn't care. Yeah. I was like, this is awesome. Was it a vin- um, like? Was it vintage? Like, was it like your dad's when he was growing up or someone? I so I'm trying to find if there was like a re-release because yeah. the one I had was it's exactly like the one that I see on Google right here. Uh-huh. Um, you know the 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 dude with the blonde hair, uh, the the clothes that say stretch. Um, can you send me a link so it, I can look at it too? Just put it in the Discord. I'm just looking at the images. Let me look at shopping. Yeah, so I typed in '90s '90s Stretch Armstrong, but I mean, I guess they just always kept making them. I, don't know, I always thought it was a '90s thing. Maybe not, but I mean, it doesn't have to be '90s. I just I thought it was a fad that everyone had it. There's a there's a commercial for it though from uh from the '90s '96. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's a little more. So the original Stretch Armstrong looked more like uh like one of the dudes from. I think it's Hutch. Yeah, the blonde from like Starsky and Hutch. He mm-hmm. had more that kind of look to him. But this one, the 90s version, just looks more like, uh, kind of look, reminds me of Lex Luger, that wrestler. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe that's why I got it. Maybe that's why I thought there was like a wrestling edition of one. Yeah. This has a little bit more, well, kind of like Lex Luger meets Patrick Swayze. <laughs> point break, yeah. Like Bodhi. <laughs> It's a good. That's a good point. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was a that was a toy that I had. I thought it was a fad because I thought everyone had one, but maybe not. That was pretty neat. I thought it was. Well, a, it was a fad in its in its peak, like in the seventies. Yeah. So you know, you kind of so, had it after the fact, after its after its heyday. Yeah. What about you? Uh, let's see. Uh, a, a fad that I got kind of swept up in, and I I really consider considered this a fad because I think it really sort of hit its peak when we were kids. And this is more of a category, but two specific ones come in mind for me. Come to mind for me. Um, Happy Meal toys from McDonald's, dude. Like, there were some sick ass ones out there. So I'm gonna start small. So because the first one that came to mind for me, I owned a couple of these. I feel like I went to McDonald's and I had fast food quite a bit as a kid. I don't know if it's because my family didn't think too much about the health implications of it, or because maybe they just didn't have enough time like i remember going to the the burger king at coma all the time and then going mm. to like barn chilling at barnes and noble with my mom for like an hour hour an hour plus but anyway this first one that comes up for me are the the space jam mcdonald's happy meal line from when that came out so if you if you click on the picture uh the link that i just sent you yeah they were just it was like a parade float kind of situation um it was just like a piece of a basketball court on wheels with a puzzle piece kind of edges, so they interlock. It's you know, it, I don't think Michael Jordan had his own toy, but it was mostly of the the Looney Tunes and then some of the Monstars. So they just lo- link them all together, and then you sort of roll it around, and they all just sort of spin around and stuff. I just thought it was super mm-hmm. cool for some reason. My cousin had the uh, the Space Jam board game where you was like Space Jam board game? shoot. Yeah, you shoot baskets with it. It was pretty cool, actually. That was it. You just the the fun part was just oh, like yeah, the just slingshot into the baskets. I think I've yeah, seen that before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was super dope. Oh um, McDonald's toys. I remember the uh, specifically the Power Rangers ones, of course, um, because I wanted the Black Ranger. Which I like. I like the way they did Power Rangers ones on the reg. Are you talking about like the OG lineup, like Mighty Morphin? Did they do that? Did they I'm do not, the original I'm not ones? Sure, because I remember a Lightspeed Rescue. Oh, it was from the movie. Oh, okay, okay. The the first movie, because it came with like a mini, uh, mini, uh, I almost said droid, a mini uh, Megazord or mini Zord, and it came with a uh, little mini figure. Oh yeah, they like. And okay, I, I like googled it. They like just sit in it or whatever. It's just mm, like a little. It's a pretty. That's yeah, it, they're really bad. cool. Um, I wanted the black one the most because I had, 
I had the red one, and I think I had I had a white one too. Um, but for some reason, I just like the way the black one looked in that certain um, style of toy. That's surprisingly, not terrible. Like you wouldn't really think this was from a Happy Meal. Like there's yeah, there's right. Actually, a slight chance there's like a. It looks more like something you'd buy at like Thrifty or Rite Aid because you know they always have the shitty toilet mm-hmm. aisle there. Dude. Do you remember like well my grandma used to buy me the um the knockoff Power Ranger toys from like the little uh the Asian convenience stores yeah. like on Clement Street yeah. or in Chinatown. So I'd always have like a phony ranger group to have like against ranger my uh, with a phony Superman and a phony right. phony Ninja Turtle and they call it like the like, the Revengers or the mm-hmm. the protectors. They were cool toys. Yeah. I think I um just like that. the yeah. quality this the quality wasn't that good. Yeah, like but I I, I I I appreciate them. Yeah. Um, Burger King is a kids club. Do you remember that? I do. You just sent me a picture. I was part of the Burger King yes. kids club. Were you? Did you get like you? So you like you sent your shit to a PO two, box and at least one or two free birthday meals out of them. What captures my imagination in this picture you sent me? So I think his name is John or something. He looks exactly like Vince from Recess, and I that's always <laughs> kind of captured my imagination a little bit. Um. I guess we kind of have to go into this now, dude. Were you, you, what other fan clubs were you part of? Were you part of the more phenomenal fan club? No, I mean, I don't know, because that, that kind of thing costs money, so I'm sure my parents didn't yeah. spring for that. It was just Burger King, and I don't really know what that says about about my fast food eating habits, you know? Um, <laughs> but then the, the next... Hey, man, I loved Burger King growing up. Or my other McDonald's Happy Meal that I... And this is something that I, you know, wish I had in its entirety because sometimes they do a Happy Meal where, you know, it's all these they actually similar to the Space Jam thing. It's like they all kind of connect. And if anything, that's just number number one, it's evil, but it's also just genius marketing because it keeps you coming back because you never really know which piece you're going to get. Um, so for me, Forrest Gump, the, uh, I, <laughs> yes, oh, close. Actually, it was the Inspector Gadget Happy Meal toy. Okay. This one? I remember this, yeah. but I, I've never seen it in person. Never? I don't know anyone who had it. Nope. Okay, so I had a few pieces of this. So this was this tied into the 1999 Inspector Gadget movie starring Matthew Broderick. A I liked. Yeah, I I think as a kid I just I just dug Matthew Broderick because I was like, oh, this is on some level I knew like, oh, this is Simba. This is uh, <laughs> the guy from Godzilla, and I remember him in Cable Guy. So I was already kind of a, like a fan of his. I just liked his voice. I think because like you know just he just sounds very calm and like a nice dude. But for the Inspector Gadget Happy Meal toy line, it was all the body parts that they linked together and stuff. So mm-hmm. it was pretty sick. Like so, let me. The arm. One arm was a squirt gun. One arm extended. The head. It looked like uh, you know, he'd do the the helicopter propellers come out of his head. But I think the head, if you wound it up, or the siren, or the the propellers would spin and it would become a siren. But I think those were. I had. I think I I was missing a leg. I think I had almost everything. Like, but I don't remember having the torso. But I do remember going to someone's okay. house once and he they had the whole thing put together. I'm like, I've um, <laughs> I've been to a few thrift stores where they just have like bins of old McDonald's uh, toys. Like they have all like the Disney princesses, the all from like the classic movies. Um, I haven't dug through them, but uh, if I see a uh, set of Inspector Gadget, do you want me to get it for you? Depends if the whole thing is put together. <laughs> What if you have to open them and put them together yourself? That would be fun shit. I love. I mean, that's gonna come up for me pretty soon. With another, that could be with that could be content for the show. Yeah, it could be Instagram content, YouTube unboxing, yeah. whatever. 
Absolutely. Um, you got a soundboard bite for that idea? Let me, uh, hold on. We'll just keep, <laughs> uh, let's just keep going. I know, you um, gotta, I need to get, well, the, I need to get the, get the rhythm going with this. So it's definitely. <laughs> speaking of those, like the toys, like toys you could build there. When I, I was a, there was a Jack in the box near my house when I was younger. I'll send you the picture of them, but there are these Legos that came. It was like a series of these like animal Legos and they came with Jack in the box kids meals. And I just fucking love them because I was into Lego at the time and they're pretty lame if you go back and look at them. But I really was crazy about these. It's like a, uh, I don't even know the shape, but this one's like a, oh, like uh, maybe a, a rhinoceros. Like a Duplo or something like that. It does look like a Duplo, but yeah. they're, they're a very small size. They're Lego size. So you could mix them with your Legos if you wanted to. That was like my favorite. Oh. <laughs> that was my favorite Jack in the Box toy. I was a big Jack in the Box fan too. See. I actually kind of want to have some Jack in the Box to Burger King right now, but they're not paying us, so I'm not going to eat it. No, we're not. That's my um, that's my first fad or fad toy. Uh, what what do you got? What you got? You go next. Um, I'm gonna kind of stick with the uh the textural toys, and I'm gonna go with Floam. F L O A M. Some Nickelodeon territory there. Right? Yeah, yeah. I got you. Um, and I'm not going in any. I'm not trying to go in any chronological order. Yeah. Um, these no, are just for things that I think of the most that when i think about those time periods when i was younger i guess it was when the, no there was slime there was gak back then too right mm-hmm. so nickelodeon gak was, I mean, obviously nickelodeon kind of cornered the market on slime based toys before kids just started making it themselves with glue and right. detergent and stuff imagine with flum uh if you're not from our generation imagine um fuck i just had the word for it uh it's like beads Imagine like imagine a Rice Krispie made of foam. It's sticky, it's right? Like and and dipping dots that you can't eat. But you can just... Right. So it has like the texture of like um like a ribbed condom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. God, you're sick. God, you're sick. Wait, hold on, I got you. Got it. God, you're sick. There we go. <laughs> Um, you just set me up for that. You wanted me to fucking press that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I'm getting used to this. Usually, there's like yes. Soundboards are easier when it's like three people on a show, but it, we're gonna get used to it. I just need more sound. We'll, we'll have to hire someone yeah. to yeah. do the soundboard for us. Okay. But uh, but yeah, that was a favorite of mine. Just because I don't know, I just really enjoyed it. I liked finger painting and shit when I was younger, and this is just kind of a cool little thing to mold and so with the beads always i always think about this because you know with the beads always kind of with the sort of because again it had that bumpy texture that's what it was known for that was its signature Mm -hmm. did it hold that shape even as much as you played with it or would it eventually smooth out it's a good question Mm -hmm. uh you had to keep it in a container yeah so specific container that was it wouldn't from my experience it wouldn't really return to the shape Mm -hmm. like it you have you have to mold it back into like a circle or you know what i mean it didn't reform, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was big just because um, I don't know, I I don't know what got me into it. It's probably just the commercials, yeah, and I probably saw awesome. kids at school with it. Yeah. Um, and we didn't have we didn't have homemade slime back then, so I, this is like the equivalent to that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what set it off. And I remember um, there was like a slime, and it came like in a little like tube, but looked like that like you hold f- film in. You remember what I'm, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you get it maybe. I had in a, something like that from the. From the exploratorium once it was sort of mm-hmm. marbled texture in terms of the color. Yeah, and uh, I guess the closest the branded thing was the GAC from yeah. Nickelodeon, yeah. which is essentially just 
slime. Okay, actually, I have a story um, for you about Gak because I wouldn't probably know. way nastier than like yeah. and way less like safe than slime is. Yeah, but because this shit looks, it's not the same as slime. It's a little more hard, and I remember like, I remember what it felt like, and it's not how you would think slime is yeah. nowadays. It's a little more firm. Um, like kind of like silly string almost in terms of the consistency, like hard silly string in terms of the consistency, mm -hmm. right? So actually I went down a little bit of a research rabbit hole because I was curious about this stuff too. Um, it'll kind of okay. uh, get into my pick, my next pick. So apparently they started calling calling the slime on Double Dare on that game show in the 80s, uh, gag mm -hmm. or something, or Mark Summers would call it that. But apparently in this in the 80s, gag was like a was a slang term for heroin. Okay, yeah. And it, yeah. It, 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 it makes sense. So I guess a lot of the crew found it pretty funny but all these like nice you know predominantly white families competing for like huffy bicycles and stuff probably didn't know weren't in on the joke so yeah that's pretty fucking funny <laughs> it sounds like some nickelodeon would do would, like yeah. some so some the youngsters more, the more in the really subversive yeah. nickelodeon you know they're more edgy yeah um and then i think that's it for for that yeah um little so I'm looking at the pictures of it right now, um, and it's exactly what I thought. Yes. So yeah. I, will, I will see you your gack, and I will raise you Nickelodeon Goose, another Goose slime-ish based product. And I think it was just more jelly. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had this. Okay. In, in second. I remember grade. the blimp. Yeah, I had the, I had the locker, the school okay. locker looking thing, and that was pretty cool i just remember playing with it a lot and i like the texture of it like i can see why kids are all over slime now like it does feel cool mm -hmm. um, but I've, i messed up because one night i went through all this trouble of like picking little pieces off of it and shaping it all into various little things but i accidentally left let it all sit out overnight and it all just dried out beyond repair and it was just never it was never good again so i was pretty sad about well that. uh, that's what i was like getting at with the uh the the the, um, the phloem was if you left it out, it'd, it'd harden up and then it just, it'd peel apart. Then you get those you little like, yeah, there, you know? it it was like um those acne medicines with the beads in them that you're not supposed to use because it fucks up the ocean or something. It's like that. You just got that shit all over your floor. Mm -hmm. What is your damage, um, boy? <laughs> you got a sick and twisted world perspective. <laughs> I have that other half on there too. <laughs> um... And, but to to your point with like slime, uh, the cool stuff. Um, I used to have some of those uh, Doctor Dreadful um, experiment packs. Do you remember those? I don't. Is that? It sounds like. Oh, I do remember that. I think it's similar to a creepy, like the creepy crawlies, like those weird. Right. We mentioned them on the show before, but it's just yeah, some really nasty, like probably freeze dry type shit that oh you could God. actually eat. Um, it was like easy bake. But they used like, to sell that. It was like right. kind of like an easy bake, but cooler for boys. Because we've had we had this conversation about how like gender yeah. toys were like you had your sky dancers, but you also had your dragonflies or whatever. Right? Yes, yes. It will. There probably will be some gendered shit on here, but I'm not sure. I can't think of any right now. This looks terrible um, for you. Oh, it's it's the worst. Yeah. I don't know if you can still get shit like that. Doctor Dreadful. The fuck that shit's super cool. The artwork it on it. Fun. Oh, yeah, I really yeah. like it. But I had one of those in my closet for like three years. I used it once. It was gross. It was like supposed to be like uh, chocolate spiders. Mm -hmm. Some really bad cocoa powder and I don't know, some like gelatin. 
So do you, all right. Um, do you have another fad that you got swept up in? Yeah, I have a few. Yeah, I have um, like two more. Two more on mine. Uh, I guess I'll go with the Omega. Oh my god, I totally was that on. Was that on your? I'm gonna join you on that because yeah, that was the Omegas were. This could be a whole like topic in itself, but yeah. you know, I had a lot of these. Just yo-yos, man. Because like, I had, I was a big Duncan fan too. Duncan and Omega were some pretty cool brands. Um, even when I went to Disneyland the first, my first time, I got a couple yo-yos in Disneyland, and those were they like were really nice yo-yos. Omegas at Disneyland, or? No, but they're just regular like Disney brand yo-yos, right. like regular classic style, like the ones that light up, yeah. like in Good Burger. Oh my god, I forgot about. It. I was just talking. It's a about yo-yo, dude. Yo, like I was just talking yesterday. About like the one like, your dad gave you. McDonald's had uh, McDonald's had Omegas in their Happy Meals for a minute. Mm. Yeah, these were sick. Like, Can I circle back to the just to shout out um, something that light, lights up is uh, the Burger King kids meal of the uh, the Neuralizer for Men in Black. I someone brought that to school once in kindergarten. Yes, and I was super jealous. Cause, well, we because we got to because that's when that's back when we would have overhead projectors. I remember just some kid holding it up in the middle of the room, and it was really cool. I finally got one, um, but I got it like at a garage sale years not, later. I would not mind a like straight up like screen used neuralizer prop that would be so sick yeah, fuck yeah dude but yeah yo-yos those are talk about like the the 90s being full of cringy ass shit man i may have mentioned this before but i remember being in school and yo-yos were such a big thing that we had demonstrators come and just like have like techno music or whatever was was big back whatever dance fad was big Back in the day, just fucking doing yo-yo tricks all over the auditorium. It's the lamest shit you could probably ever see, but it was cool for the time. As a kid, you were super dope if you had that Yomega and you just flexing mm-hmm. on everybody, like walking the dog or doing like the thing where you, sh- what's the thing called where you shoot it forward and then it comes back? Do you remember what that one's called? What that trick was called? Uh, scorpion. Yeah, some, some <laughs> Get over here. Like that. Yeah, but yeah. <clears throat> we need to explain, I guess, what what's the big deal about Yomega? Okay, Why yeah, was that so shit popular? Yeah, because I know there is a more like purist yo-yo community out there um the omega it made you look cool because you didn't have to actually work that hard to do it like there was this weird spring-loaded motor inside the yo-yo where you would say you whip it down and it would just like kick in and it would just start spinning for x amount of time i guess it depended on how much force you applied or whatever and then it would recoil Mm -hmm. automatically so you just looked like a badass but you were you didn't have to work that hard work as hard to pull off tricks and stuff. They were um they were called brains, yeah, little brain. motor. Yeah, 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 yeah. The X brain. Yeah. That was the automatic one, and they had the other one. Yeah. I guess like a manual car, where you have to like actually flick your wrist manual, to get it up. The other one was yeah versus automatic transmission yo-yos. <laughs> I liked this specifically because it made a sick ass, made a really cool whistling sound when it when you fucked with it, but. Mm-hmm. The you know, like the you could hear the motor working when you used it, and I thought that was a really cool aspect of it. I like the Duncan Yo-Yos too, the classic little butterfly one. I had all those. I think they were pretty affordable, like five dollars. Yeah, I just look. Um, Omegas are like thirteen right now. You can get a Omega Fireball on Amazon for thirteen. Like I got really mm-hmm. good to buy one just now. <laughs> I'm like, uh, how much are the ones with the, the brains in it? Uh, well, mm-hmm. the fire didn't the Fireball have the brain in it? I had that one. It was it was really smooth though. Still, it was a really smooth one. Yeah, no, you can get a Yomega brain still on Amazon for thirteen dollars. Ooh, what about that Yomega Spectrum? You see that one? It's blue. We got the all white, yeah. the glow in the dark fireball. I'm looking at it right now. 
1399. I'm gonna buy that. Things still exist, man. I just want to go on a. I just want to go down a rabbit hole watching like old toy commercials and stuff. Be scared. Get scared watching the Crossfire commercial all over again. Oh, that's my. That's one of my favorite commercials. Crossfire. My next. My next toy fad involves things that spin very aggressively too. <laughs> so. Think I know where you're going with this. I think so. You. I think you do. You probably do. Um. So, oh, do you want? Do you want me to go into it? It? Yeah. Fucking. Oh yeah. Fucking let it rip, son. Beyblades. <laughs> yeah. This was a uh, fifth grade, and uh, I thought it was just so dope because you could just change all the parts out and customize. I don't know. It was like it was like building a car. So for those of you who don't know, it was a toy line based on an anime. It was in the same similar vein of Pokemon. Someone training to be the greatest at this thing. You know, the greatest whatever performer or athlete or master but in this case it was these spinning tops that had animal spirits in them or whatever <laughs> so they were kind of alive you sort of had a relationship with your with your with your bay they'd have the tops would have powers and stuff but they just yeah it would just be these really dramatic fights between tops and it would take a whole ass episode like you really don't, didn't know who was gonna win there was actually like really high emotional stakes to the show it had a really kick-ass theme song as well. The toys, obviously, were not alive, but you'd still do the same thing. You'd put it in the launcher, you'd put the little plastic ripcord, you'd pull it as fast as you can, and you'd put it and you'd shoot it into what's called a base stadium, which is basically just like a plastic bowl, like a skinny plastic bowl, but there were these pits on the edge because, you know, they, you would kind of get into this monster truck rally or battle bots type situation with your competitor and whoever gets knocked out first loses. So it was kind of cool because you never really knew who was going to win. You really could mm. kind of influence it based on the parts. So you could tweak the weight, you could tweak the balance, you could, you know, put, um, you know, just have whether you you had control over how offensive and defensive you could be. And it was pretty, it was pretty sick. That was actually a really fun time. That was the last, that was probably the last toy fad I really got swept up in mm. before, you know, puberty kicked in and, Right. I just wanted to spend all my time on the internet. Yeah, I I had younger cousins that were into Beyblade. I it missed me, um, but I always it's funny when I'm at the store now and I see or I'm at Ross or something. I go through the toy section if I walk through it, I'll see a lot of Beyblade stuff, and um, it's really affordable. And I'm like, oh, if I could like get this for like a class, this might be fun to play with. But I never do it. Um, but like, I'm always tempted. Like model kits too, because you'd have to <clears throat> assemble it. I don't know if mm -hmm. that's the case as much now, but that when we were kids. Yeah, you'd have to break it out of the little plastic frames and put the stickers on and mm -hmm. build it. So there was that satisfying kind of Lego Gundam sort of component to it, too. Right. And then the thing that I always just wanted but never owned. And I like I I was an only child, but I wasn't spoiled. But if I I just never really asked for stuff because I was I would just I was satisfied mm -hmm. just using my friend's stuff at their house. You know, so I always <laughs> wanted a bop it, but I never got one. <laughs> Yeah, I um, my cousin had a bop it, so that was enough for me. I, I didn't. Yeah, I was like whatever. Because at a certain point, you're like, yeah, this is only so fun by yourself, you know. But. I really wanted a talk boy, but I had a version of what was in Toy Story with the microphone. Like the Mr. No, you know what I mean. With the the little oh, like the Fisher Price thing. Yeah. With the face. But it was just like, like a different. Face. Yeah, but it wasn't a face. There wasn't a face on it. 
the one I had. Mm-hmm. This is a very similar thing. So I, I technically had a, a voice recorder, mm-hmm. you know, but a talk boy was something I really wanted, mm-hmm. which I still might buy <laughs> if you it's not too expensive. Yeah. Like Home Alone is got um, that nostalgia popularity again. So it might be a little. It depends on the, the on the condition and whatnot. I've seen I've seen those at conventions and toy shows constantly. Yeah, you're right. When we went to that toy convention, I think I saw maybe one or two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, you know, I was like, what am I going to do with that? Mm-hmm. I guess I'll go into my next one. I'll just give it an honorable mention and I'll give the toy that, like, that follows it. So the, the scooters, um, Razor scooters, I you think were... That was a fad. That was totally a fad. Yeah. yeah. But we were talking about toy fads, right? So That's a toy. You yeah. play with it. Yeah, you do. You can hurt yourself with it. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I never had a razor. I just had a regular ass scooter, like an like a Target brand or okay. something. Yeah, neither did I. So I never had that. I remember my dad came home from a trade show once for work, and I think he won he won a scooter and a raffle, and he gave it to me, and I'm like, oh, this is so freaking sick! Like, always wanted one, but it wasn't a it wasn't a razor. It was I don't even remember the brand, but it was it was metallic purple, and it was just the metal was super heavy mm-hmm. compared to. Cause then I, yeah, I would remember, I would try other kids razor scooters and I just remember being like, Oh, this is way more light. So I don't ultimately, I still don't really know if that was a good or bad thing. I think maybe hmm. I feel like I probably had to push harder to get where I needed to go, but I, I appreciated it all the same. If anything, when I used a razor scooter, it just felt like paper. Like this is too <laughs> light. I feel like I'm going to, uh, yeah, I don't, much more I easily. don't know if I, I didn't really go on any long journeys with it. Just, you know, around the neighborhood or something. And those. Those, what I had was good enough for that. Um, but I guess the toy to follow that up would be the tech deck skateboards. Okay. Yeah, of course. I had, I, I, I the did, finger, I did the finger skateboards. Because I just felt like I had to. Like, mm-hmm. That was something where I really I was w- like, everybody's got one. They bring it to school. I would get gifted those like on Christmas or something or, or uh, my birthday. Those would just be something people gave me. I wasn't really a, into skating, but I thought they were pretty cool. Depending on what, what uh, deck you got and what was on the back and, and the design. I thought that was the the appeal because there was everything. I think I had one with the rock on the back. Yeah, you know, there was or, a lot of. They were all just little recreations of actual real life skate decks and whatnot. Right. And then so. they had all the. You could buy the half pipes and the, the quarter pipes or all that stuff. It's kind of stupid, but <laughs> it was cool. Were you friends um, with anybody with the razor scooters where they had like this? This sounds really dangerous in hindsight because they had the the little the brake thing, right? You stop, you step on, to, mm-hmm. so you go slower. But then they would have this little wheelie bar. Oh, yeah, yeah. But then there yeah. was also this other thing. I think it was attached to the brake mechanism or whatever. But you would step on it and it would create sparks. Like, that just I never saw seems that. like such a, that A, super dangerous. Two, a really, really pointless flex. A little dick energy. A little bit. <laughs> I mean, you're a child. Every child's got a little dick, but, you know. <laughs> but still, yes. No, I didn't have a razor and I didn't have many tech decks. You know, but, uh, you know what I have to say to those kids who would, yeah, just flex with their little uh, spark bars. You are one pathetic loser. I'm so I'm tapped out in terms of fads. Um, I'm ready to. I have my collections ready to go. Um, yeah, on the toy end of collections, because I was I was like super proud of this, you know, for a while, and I had a whole, you know, bin dedicated to it. I. And I wish I still had all of these because it would have been super cool. Again, as you know, I was a big Power Rangers fan growing up, most of, as most of us were. Um, so I had, I didn't have, it could have been better, but in hindsight, now I'm I'm just missing it. My, my little Meg is my little uh, 
posse of Megazords, you know? So I had, of course, the original Dinozord, Dino Megazord, which pieces broke off over time and I like lost, I think I lost like the Mastodon head because I got that when I was in the Philippines, when I was still living in the Philippines and I think some pieces just got lost in the move or they broke off. So it was a little, you know, battle damaged, like the horns were broken off of the Triceratops and, and everything like that. Um, but I was, and I did, I, yeah, I didn't have the tusks of the Mastodon head without in the trunk, but I was still pretty proud of it. Hmm. Then I had the Super Zeo Megazord, and I thought that was a fucking steal as a kid because I'm like, oh my god, it's like six toys because they're like five little robots and they've five little robots with their own arms and legs. And oh yeah, I forgot about that. Right. And I just like the shape. I liked it better than the base Megazord. Usually that's not always the case, right? Like it's just a cooler idea yeah, in my it was just opinion. Cooler, plus, like it really it drove home, you know. All I didn't see the their shapes and stuff. There's like, oh, there's the triangle one and. The triangles there, and then yeah. the squares well, and the circles, and all of the all of the geometry of the Zeo Rangers. Well, without without getting too nerdy, I didn't I didn't see the correlation between their Zords with the the first Megazord as far as Zeo goes, no, and why they had the shapes. Yeah, it didn't I didn't it didn't make sense to me. So when they had like the robots with the shapes on the them, brand, at least that the brand at least was that like consistent. I think you that's know why we liked it. We're like, okay, this makes a lot more sense for you guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The Turbo Megazord, I had that too. <laughs> Well, the first base base Megazord for Power Rangers Turbo, and I I like that one too, but I guess I wasn't really into cars as a kid, so it didn't really mm. do it for me as much. And then at a certain point, one of the joints in the arms got messed up, so it just would swing around. Right. It wouldn't like ratchet. You know, <laughs> it got it stripped or something. Yeah. Didn't really pose it or anything. Yeah, like it stripped like the little nut or whatever. Then I had the Astro Megazord from Power Rangers in Space. I've had in hindsight. I, it is actually kind of cool in terms of a toy because like you know you just it just folds out and it's there it's ready to go it's actually a pretty cool design but at the time i'm like oh this is kind of lame there's no you don't really have to put anything together so it's not as fun um but the overall design looks pretty cool now that i really think about it and then i had the mega voyager from power rangers in space which is the the space shuttle looked like a penis uh <laughs> if i may i'm gonna send you a link to this but that was pretty cool too. It was really hard for me to put it together though. For some reason I had trouble with, with that one. I don't know why, but so it didn't last as long for me. Uh, I do remember distinctly getting it for Christmas one year. Um, Let me see this yeah. thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I remember this. Yeah. Decidedly phallic, right? With the space shuttle a little bit. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. It could be phallic. Could be. And Nothing wrong with that. Sure, it's all good. And then um, whatever tickles your pickle. <laughs> Have you seen Beer Fest? Oh, uh, long time ago. Yeah, a little slap and pickle, slap and pickle. And then the last <laughs> Zord I had, I guess I aged out at some point, or I just stopped watching the show, so I didn't really give a sh shit about the Megazords anymore. Mm -hmm. So it was this thing from Lost Galaxy, and I was like, oh, this is kind of stupid too. It's like just one piece. It's basically like a giant bull that just folds into a person looking thing. So I don't miss it. I remember getting it and I was a little, Oh, that's pretty cool. I was a little underwhelmed at the time, but actually in hindsight, I'm like, oh, that, would, that would be cool to actually still kind of have around. It's like, it's pretty imposing, you know, mm -hmm. if you think about it, but those were my, that was my, uh, you know, stream of my little posse of Megazords. I wish I still had all of them. As I said, something I collected, uh, 
which I only had like maybe three or four of them, but these were like some of my favorite thing. They were called, I don't know if this is what they were, but they were called Super Mad Balls is the closest thing I could find. They were just these uh, little balls the size of like a tennis ball or a baseball, and they just were designed with like zombie-ish looking ghouls and kind of Halloween horror. It's like, it's like I guess maybe a garbage pail kid mixed with horror stuff in the shape of a ball. It was just really cool. I didn't have many of them, and I can't find the ones. I can't find pictures of the ones that I actually owned. It was a regular, like, squishy ball. Um, oh, no, no, there was. It was like a rubber ball that it was just a regular rubber ball, and you could squeeze it, but it wouldn't. It wouldn't deflate or anything. I wish I knew more people that had these because I don't see them anywhere anymore. I wouldn't even know where to look. I guess um, that was kind of the cool thing about toys. I mean, there were certain things that, again, the fad stuff that everybody kind of wanted, but then there was all these weirdly niche, niche type stuff. You know. These are just a big favorite of mine to like look at, or if I was like watching TV, you know, you could just like toss it up in the air and just kind of look at it, or you know, just little fidget toys. Another another thing that came to mind real, to me real quick that I just remember thinking like, oh, this is cool, but I don't really care about it as much because I don't really give a crap about football. But it's fun when <laughs> someone brings it to school. The vor- the the vortex football. The vortex, yeah. The whistling, okay. The whistling ones, right? That's the mm-hmm. only reason I know who John Elway is. I had a couple of them. Um, I had the one that whistled. That was pretty sick. You didn't all whistle. That, I thought that was like the thing. No, no. I don't think so. Okay. It was just the. I thought the original one was just the way it, it was shaped. It was small and it had like the little the, tail the on tail the end. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember my one of my cousins had that one, and then for Christmas I got the one with the whistles on it, and I was like, man, how come I got the one with the things that are gonna hurt your hands when you catch it? But it was a it was a super fun football. I just remember I threw it and it landed in one of those like sewers, like like where you find um it. You'll find Pennywise. Yeah, it was yeah. one of those sewers, yeah. so I, and you couldn't reach it. It was like it was super deep down there, yeah. so I lost that one. And I think I had a glow in the dark one. Those foam, like to replace foam it. Footballs were always super gross, though. Yeah, too. yeah if they got wet, you know? <laughs> they get just yeah. they get super heavy, and then they would just start to mm-hmm. smell like shit because of yeah. the rubber. It's just like just like a dish dish sponge at home. Yeah, dude, I forgot about the vortex football. I'm glad you nerf, brought that up. And there was the Nerf football that was like it looked like it was mm. like a football in half, so you could throw it against the wall, and it was supposed to bounce back at you. Oh, I don't remember that at all. I don't think it. I don't recall it actually bouncing that well, because and also I think it didn't last that long, because yeah, it was designed to be thrown against a wall repeatedly, so the wear and tear <laughs> mm-hmm. on that damn thing was just not that great. Uh, so I'm more curious. Honestly, I'm more curious about this because it's more. I think this is where it becomes more of a matter of the things you're into or like what what strikes your your what what captures your fancy or your imagination as a kid or your like mm-hmm. fascination with shit. Um, so, yeah, what kind of stuff did you collect as a, as a child? I like trinkets. That's kind of what I, the way I describe it, like little things. Remember Jones Soda? Those are I don't think I've ever actually had one of those, but. It's like the glass bottle. Specific flavors, right? Like Mm -hmm. not like. I think the first one I ever had was like a blue bubblegum flavor. Um, I don't have a favorite flavor from them, but I used to get the sodas when I was younger, and on the caps there would be a little like fortune in it. It'd be like a a little uh, piece of wisdom, or like it was like a horoscope slash fortune cookie in a bottle cap. Different than Snapple facts, it wasn't just they weren't giving you random pieces of information. Yeah, it was a tasty soda, and I collected the caps. I had a lot of them. Uh, and it's still like how it is today. You couldn't just find that soda at any liquor store. Um, you'd see it randomly. So I, that was part of why I'd keep it is because yeah, oh, I, I it's a hard soda to find. I guess another good a good example of things I would maybe um, I don't know about collect, but I guess I'd collect them. Were a uh, quarter machine little toys. 
So when you like, if you go to Toys R Us and then you're on your way out, you see the quarter machines in any department store. Really, you either get candy or you get a little toy. Um, and I would like everything from the little action figures to the little jewelry, the gadgets, the little uh, sticky, the sticky hands you throw at the wall and yeah. you retrieve them. But the ones I collected were there's these ninjas. I don't know if you remember those. They're, they're little in, rubber like, little fighting poses, right? Like, yeah, they don't need, they're like and they, men, but they're ninjas. <clears throat> right, and usually they were just like all black, but then they start having different colors. So I used to get those, and I'll get homies. Um, oh those are like little things I used to really yeah. like. Were those two? Um, those two quarter machine toys. My those cousin, are my shits. My cousin bought a like a full size homies figurine from a convention once, mm -hmm. uh, and I don't know what they because they all had names, right? They all had like little yeah. There's like posters with their yeah. names on them but and they shit. Had, yeah, I think. Oh my god, I think so. It was a dude in a wheelchair, but his back and it, it had a box, so he had his whole little mm -hmm. his whole little backstory bio, but I think his thing was. He grew up in the neighborhood and he was involved in a drive-by or something so he was paralyzed oh my god but he stays in the neighborhood uh, to mentor kids and give motivational speeches to like you know so they don't they don't get caught up in, in you know in gang violence i just found on fucking this the site that i sell on mercari all the like little ninja figures oh my god oh okay yeah that's about what those i pictured. Ones, i haven't seen some of those colors before yeah but I remember these. I remember those toys vividly. Than I, than I remember, you know. I mean, these might be later editions too. You never know. Like these are like see-through. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. There's a silver one in this lot. So I remember. I these are just little things I liked. Um, I'm sure I could find other quarter machine toys, but I can't think of too many. I really like the uh, the stickers in the quarter machines, like the ones you have to like push the quarters yeah, in. That, then you, that was my when you pull I, it I out. Prefer yeah. Pushing in the quarters versus twisting. It just felt cool. Yeah. There's just more of that yeah. resistance. Yeah, just those are things I would collect because they weren't they were cost they weren't costly. Um, it was easier to, I yeah, guess, easier to yeah. put that together. And I guess when I got older, you know, CDs, records, uh, comic books, those are things I collect. Oh, and uh, I mean, everyone knows I'm a big ass wrestling fan, so the ice cream bars, the they used to have trading cards in the ice cream bars. So oh, if yeah. you bought the ice cream bar from like familiar. the ice cream truck. And then they're on the inside of the cardboard. You could rip off the the card. So oh, I would cool. put those in cases. Like you know, those are cool. Yeah, those. I, fuck, I might just went through everything I <laughs> just collected oh, without okay. even really expanding okay. on it. Okay. Yeah. So I guess I'll just but those it. are yeah, those are just the things I would collect. As far as why, I don't know. You have to. I guess I have to be on the hot seat for that. Probably. Like, why do you like this shit? You really have to um, think about it. Should I just run hmm? down my list then? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Good. So I'll just. This is just in order of how it came to me for some reason i seem to remember i really liked i really liked the idea of having a lot of pennies i don't remember why maybe it's just mm. like oh i know why because it was the only coin that wasn't silver i was like oh it's brown okay <laughs> maybe that says uh, maybe that's on some that's pretty funny maybe on some subconscious level that was me responding mm. to growing up in a predominantly white neighborhood like on, <laughs> oh, maybe i identified with the the coin whose color more it's closely, pretty fucking deep. Closely identified with me. And of course, as a kid, you get w swept up in the mythology of the lucky penny. And there was part of me that wanted to believe that was real. You know, so I was like, maybe if I keep mm. collecting pennies, eventually I'll find a lucky one. You know, so I had, I had, I don't remember where it was from, but the one time I went to Jack in the Boxes, not Jack in the Box, Wendy's as a kid, there was some, 
weird toy line. I don't remember what it was. It was maybe it was based on a storybook or something, but it was this I had this little rubber buffalo head and mm-hmm. it was a it was like a little coin bank, like coin purse coin bank situation. So I just kept all my pennies in there. But I still okay. don't remember the significance of the buffalo. <laughs> um, similarly, I actually I collected I liked collecting arcade tokens because it I realized that every arcade oh, would have its own. Same here. You know? Um, I think mm. I brought this up before in the arcade episode. I had a whole stash of the the, the tokens from the the Pier 39 arcade, the Namco. <laughs> One day I'm gonna use all these. And then <laughs> yeah, ima- and then imagine my utter disbelief and disappointment when I saw that that became a Hard Rock Cafe. <clears throat> but it was cool because it had you know it had Pac-Man on it. It was you know it was all branded, mm. and I always wondered too like are these truly only tied to this one arcade? Like I could it could I could I take those tokens to. Uh, like Malibu Grand Prix, because that was the nearest other token-based arcade. Like, could I, could I, you know, cheat the system and use these tokens there? Or like, I wonder how they would be calibrated or not to recognize mm. specific arcades. Because it's like, hell yeah! Like, don't think I didn't try. I've tried to, you know, put put a quarter in instead of a token. It's probably like weight based on the weight, if I had to guess, or something like that. I didn't collect them, but I had a good amount of. Um the little coin souvenirs you would get when you put the coin into the machine and then it grinds it yeah, out into press, something pennies or whatever right um i had like went from disneyland pier 39 i think the grand canyon because i had different i'm if i don't know if they made it at the grand canyon but you know you know what i mean there were a bunch of tourist spots that had those things and i had a good amount of them especially in from i think alcatraz maybe especially from around here i think that's what i'm I'm getting at the Presidio, I'm sure I had one of one of those. But the one I remembered the most was the couple I had from Disneyland. I had a quarter one, and I had or a nickel one, and I had the the penny one. So those were always like nifty. They're neat. And uh, oh, Bat oh Batman figures, dude. I used to collect Batman figures, I guess, because uh, I would just be really into all the different costumes, the different gadgets. I mean, I kind of cheated because my grandma used to steal toys from my older cousins to give to me, oh, and um, so when I was younger. I think I mentioned this before too, but uh, that's kind of how I started my Batman collection. So all of those were like from either the animated series or Michael Keaton, and then I was able to get some from Batman Forever and um, Batman and Robin. <laughs> yeah. So he, I think he, yeah, I don't know if he he didn't know until I told him like years and years later. I didn't know they were his either. He just mentioned that he so had like like oh I just had this. I like how you're not <clears> even yeah. questioning it. Like she's just giving you all these loose action figures. It was in a. It was in a. You, it was in the Batman lunchbox. Oh, it was, it was a sick ass Batman lunchbox. Okay. It was the all black with the yellow and black uh, oh, logo. Cool. You still um, have that lunchbox? I do not have that lunchbox anymore. Um, but he, we were talking one day, and he was like, "Yeah, I used to have this Batman lunchbox, and I and I used to have all these Batman toys, like from the from the first movies." And I was like, "That's hella funny because when I was growing, when like when I was a kid, I had this little lunchbox, and it came with like I used to keep my Batman toys in there, <laughs> and it had like this." It was, it was just really, it was a really um, eye-opening experience for him. It's like being born again, I'm sure. Finding out your childhood is a lie, that's always fun. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, man, uh, as far as, like, collectibles, I don't know. I, I subscribed to WWF Magazine yeah, I when some, I was I younger, you know. Um, in my mix, don't worry, yeah. Uh, posters, I don't really collect posters. Oh, I, I would, like, collect things from certain artists. Like, I had a lot of Tupac memorabilia at one point i think that's maybe he might be the only artist i like bought like i had clothes 
uh, posters. A few posters. Not like he wasn't draped all over my fucking wall. You know what I mean? But what about you? What, any other collectibles yeah, you, I got a you couple, had? I a few more things in the mix. They're all like, um, let's see. I like rocks. I had a, I got a small rock collection. Oh, I got something to say about nothing that. Nothing yeah. huge. Um, but I was like, oh, this looks cool. It's kind of jagged. This one's kind of smooth. I don't even remember like what the point of it was. I just, I just started to get paying a lot more attention to, to rocks <coughs> for some reason when I, I don't know, go to the beach or something or go walking in the park or something along those lines. A lot of this stuff, uh, a lot of the other things I collected, I realized were things that you read. So. I had a I had a stash of official PlayStation magazines. I had those for a oh while. okay. I, got a, I had my mom subscribe to it because because it always came with a demo disc, right? And mm. these are all games that I would never actually wind up playing, but I would just play the demos. I get kind of like really fixated. I remember the Pitfall. I had the Pitfall demo. Yeah, I think we had this conversation. I had that <laughs> same disc too. <laughs> um, later in middle school, once I started going to GameStop more, of course, we got suckered into subscribing to Game Informer. So I had a mm -hmm. big ass pile of Game Informer magazines in, that I would read while using the bathroom. <laughs> um, That's I don't know if I subscribe to anything, but somehow I got in the mail uh, these Nintendo cameras that were just Nintendo totally camera? shit. Like, a like you had to put film, you had to put film in it and take pictures, but the focus was terrible. You couldn't; it was so blurry when you when you looked through it. It was either because like there was like a rebate for Mario that I had. I don't know what it was, what but I remember getting. I don't understand what that is. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like a proof of purchase. Like these are all terms that I remember hearing as a kid in commercials, but I never really understood what any of it meant. It was like an investment, I guess. Yeah. Just a sale that mm -hmm. they, a delayed sale, mm -hmm. <laughs> a delayed discount, I guess. Okay. Um, Interesting. A discount after commitment. Yeah. It doesn't feel. <laughs> it doesn't feel. It doesn't feel right. <laughs> um, like, yeah. Um, I had a I had a subscription whoa. to I had a bunch of these too, and I just like I just remember being really proud of it. Disney, I think it was called Disney Adventures. It was a small magazine, like roughly the size of a TV guide, but mm -hmm. yeah, it was just. Stuff about whatever was happening in Disney around that time. Very kid-friendly magazine. These are the things that now I'm getting to the things that I was like especially very proud of. I had a, uh, I liked those. It wasn't even so much as, as a collection, but I was just like, oh, these are, you know, they had a prominent place on my shelf. I had those two big ass like coffee table size kind of books. Like we talked about the DK eyewitness stuff before, remember? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. These were DK sort of encyclopedias, I guess. Um, I had two. It was uh, one was X, one was all based on the X Men, and one was Spider Man. So basically, all my like, I had the X, I had the X Men yeah, one the, with like Wolverine on. I the had cover X Men and Batman, like, I think. Yeah, like clawing, yeah. clawing at you. So that was pretty cool, and it it tied in with the first movie. I think because there was a whole section at the end talking about. Okay. Talking about it. Um, I don't know what the fuck happened to yeah. those books. I used to have. I, I had know. like I had like, a couple of them. Like before Wikipedia, this is how I like learned about all this stuff. Like so, all of my like yeah. Foundational yeah. X Men and Spider Man knowledge is because of those two books, you know. They, they had to well, my about my grandma characters and storylines and stuff. My grandma was really like a big advocate for me learning how to read and keep reading as like a habit. So she used to take me to Barnes and Noble and like that was the shit I wanted to to get. It's like that's what you want. I'm like yeah, okay. As long as you read and I just buckets. fucking read the whole. I'd read that shit all day, man. Yeah. Then, Can't remember anything about it, but, sure. but they were cool. <laughs> but Bat yeah, Batman was like a good one, yeah. yeah. Then I'd go to the. Uh, they also did a Batman and a Superman one. I remember borrowing those from the library, but the Batman ones were dope because they'd have all these 
up close cross section like 3D schematic looking images of the gadgets like the utility belt and, and his mm-hmm. grapple, grapple grapple gun and the inside of the Batmobile and everything like that. Um, and then I'm almost done here. Um, I had this. Real, oh, I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, I just want to give you an agreement hand sign hang loose hand sign because i also uh i didn't collect rocks but i had a uh the same i would get those same pebbles from the beach because i had a um a moncala set but it was like a mini moncala set so like i'd have to use little fucking really tiny rocks but i don't like the ones it came with so every time we go to the beach or like anywhere that had those kinds of rocks i'd you know grab a lot and then i'd be able to play with those so that was actually kind of cool it wasn't the same as like playing moncala but with what they gave me to play that specific game, it was like some little fucking pebbles. So yeah. it was pretty much the same thing. Yeah. So I had like a bowl of them. No, like really pretty, really pretty pebbles. Almost like a bowl of fruity pebbles. That's beautiful, man. Thank you, Chong. <laughs> it's okay. Um, no, that was Willem from Clerks. Oh, oh you're right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, there we go. That's beautiful, man. Movie for the record, so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was especially proud of, uh, well, actually, on the superhero tip, I did have some comics, but the only, the thing that I was, like, super, super proud of was I had, I think, up to issue 87 or something. I got, I didn't get up to the 90s, but pretty, pretty high up there, like, a solid stack of uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, because mm. that was my favorite comic growing up. That's all I really read, honestly, but, like, because it's, you know... I think even as a kid, I was like, there's too much to keep up with. I'm just going to choose one thing and really follow it. Um, so I was a big, I was pretty big into Ultimate Spider-Man in a, like grade school going into middle school. So I had, I had, you know, I had a long box and everything and they were all in their little sleeve and, and stuff. I don't know why, but I never got into the Ultimate universe it as was, much. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I can, I can understand why in hindsight, like a lot of it did seem kind of like, came off kind of try hard and like a little too much deviation from the source and stuff i think the most but i think the spider-man one was the most like positively received like i know a lot of people had issues with ultimate x-men and the ultimates in particular the the ultimate alliance game was pretty cool though yeah the game was the game was pretty sick totally not like Mm -hmm. ultimate yeah i I would collect comics um but i I guess i I guess that was when i was a little older though what else did i collect man star wars i think star wars toys was something i collected lego lego sets i used to really like lego sets i had indiana jones before indiana jones it was uh johnny lightning or something johnny lightning i think we might have like we a, might have talked about this i don't think look so. it up johnny lightning johnny lego lightning. indiana jones man with like a little uh scarf and there was like a ninja lego set that i had with like some red and black ninjas that okay. were pretty tight that sounds actually pretty familiar now i'm gonna have to keep looking for this okay Okay, never mind. That didn't pan out the way that I thought it was, but that's okay. <laughs> um, my last significant connect collection was also, again, a series of books. Um, it was just these Simpsons books where, and again, this is, again, before before I f- was just on the internet or before Wikipedia, really. It was just uh, these cool encyclopedias that just break down every episode. And mm-hmm. they did, like the first book, I think, covers seasons one through eight. And then the next book, it was like seasons nine and ten, and then eleven and twelve, 
I th and then I think I went up to yeah 13 and 14, but I didn't. I don't think they stopped. I think they stopped making the books after that. But they were fun. Like they were laid out in a certain way. You know, there's be there would be just a plot synopsis and then stuff you might have missed. So just little Easter egg breakdowns within the episodes of like sight mm. gags, references to things, and then memorable quotes from the episodes. So it was kind of like an IMDb page, <laughs> basically. In a right. Um, and then I also had this really cool travel. I, w I wish I still had this. Um, it was a travel guide to Springfield. It was, yeah. Oh, shit. Like a fictional, okay. yeah, like in-universe and everything. And it was pretty funny because it was all written kind of with, with the same voice of the show. So I wish, I definitely wish I still had that. I think I might, I could be wrong. It could be in one of my storage boxes somewhere, but yeah. And, it, and it's just weird, like to kind of tie it back to now because I think there's this weird push towards, or not weird, but. There is this push, I think, moderate, like mainstream push toward minimalism, I think, culturally. Because, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you know, I understand, like, the reasons for that. Like, the environmental, that it's arguably more environmentally friendly, and the phrase, you know, you can't take it with you comes to mind. But there's a lot of this stuff I wish I still at least had a sample of, you know, because I don't have a lot of stuff to really, what kind of bums me out is I don't really have a lot of stuff to kind of pass on to my kids and like i granted i didn't really get any of that from my like heirlooms yeah heirlooms like granted in a i didn't way, really yeah. get a lot of that from my parents either but you know that might also have been because you know we immigrated to this country so, <laughs> from the philippines mm. so and yeah I, I gave up a lot of stuff i've moved a couple of times in the last 10 years and you know that first significant move when i moved out of pacifica the house i you know for the most part grew up in i gave up a lot of stuff in that process and i think it was just kind of rushed uh, my mm. dad's the kind of guy who he's not very well he's he it's not that he's not entirely unsentimental but he is like he doesn't get super sentimental when it comes to stuff or whatever right um, yeah yeah so i think he likes to throw away <clears throat> shit so i think that it moved really fast when we when that happened so there's a lot of stuff i just don't have anymore you know so i wish i still had certain Cause yeah, you really get yeah. that. It's that, it's that, that physical thing. Cause these physical things really do have, there is a power to it. I don't know. They're like, there is a kind of a spirit and a life to it. It's like the fucking glowing basketball in space jam. Like mm -hmm. you feel it as soon as you touch it, you know, you get those, right. Those things flood into your body and your heart and soul and all that. <laughs> yeah. And, um, there's like with me, um, I'm also an only child too. And, you know, I, had a lot of stuff um i was just really part of part of being sentimental is also because you're like for me at least it's because i was thankful that someone gave me this um it was really more about the story of the item rather than the, the item yeah. itself like yeah, you know absolutely. of course but i had a lot of hard times just getting rid of shit because i was just like because of who gave me what that used to fuck with my head because i thought if i threw something away it'd be, it'd be me throwing pieces of that like friendship or relationship away with that person and i didn't want to always do that but when i moved out of my old house uh i left hella shit behind i just didn't want to take it mm -hmm. but now when i'm looking at you know some of the stuff that we we're going through i'm like i think i might have had something in that pile that i left behind and it'd just be cool to see that again but the fact that i haven't forgotten about these things i guess it's it's just the same as actually if you had it yeah. um because you had it already and you want room for new, room for new stuff and yeah. new memories too so i think like a lot of this shit i am like too old for <laughs> but a, i mean that is a good uh, point like there's again there's, like i would never buy any of these things for myself again yeah. 
I don't think. Maybe the Omega. <laughs> Just one. I mean, a, a new one. You know, I mean, it'd be cool to kind of. Yeah. Do you have any other like thoughts? Because I want to give like an one more little like no. moment mm-hmm. to this. No, I think I I think I kind of agree with you on that one. There is, it served you at a certain point, but you know, and you can always kind of remember it. But if it doesn't really serve you anymore, it's it's it's. I mean, I think that kind of. And again, I think going to that cultural thing, it's that that Japanese lady Marie Kondo is like, oh, thank it, thank it for the purpose that served you and let it go so you can kind of move forward so i do i do kind of yeah agree with that um if it doesn't uh if it doesn't cater to your destiny or your future yeah. child then maybe it doesn't serve you yeah that's true you know I mean, the, it's gone kind of for a reason for the most part mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i think just getting that sensory overload of 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 mentally putting yourself back in those times is, is really what this is about sure. as far as everything that everything that we do this show for yeah. But can can I give a couple honorable shout outs because things that I, I yeah. kind of wanted that I this is a whole other like category in this little genre. But I'm thinking about the not every toy store had these, but I'm sure we all saw the commercials for these things or infomercials like the uh, like the those like pillow boxing gloves you would hit each other with. It was like, yeah, oh, like yeah, yeah. I don't remember those ever being in stores. Sister, I bought my sister a pair of sock and boppers for her birthday a couple of years ago. Those are sick. <laughs> because I just, um, because a she was always like getting really rough with me, but mm-hmm. I also always wanted them as a kid. Like those uh, connects. I did see. I started to see them in stores, but they're always really expensive, and I only saw them like at FAO Schwartz or something mm-hmm. rather than Toys R Us. Um, I got to use them in that summer camp that I was working oh, for. Um, there were there were knockoff connects, but they were pretty sick. I wish I used them when I was a kid. And uh, I always wanted, I always wondered about the uh, that bubble. Do you remember that? It was it was like a bubble that didn't pop. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. What the fuck was that called? Do you remember what that I show don't was called? Know, but um, you could probably a simple Google search would probably solve yeah. the mystery. But those those are like really. Um, those bring me back to like being at home in the summertime watching TV and seeing, you know. A, I think it was called the balloonies. Or okay. Soup or a wobble. Wobble, all right, wobble, all right. wobble. Yeah. Yeah. I have to check that shit out. Yeah. But yeah, there, there was a lot of those kinds of things that I kind of wish I got my hands on that never got to play with when I was yeah. younger that I that I came across when I was older. I'm probably just going to go down a YouTube rabbit hole of like old toy commercials just to see if I even remember any of this stuff. Oh yeah, I got the Stretch Armstrong commercial yeah. right up. Yeah. I'm about to watch it when we yeah. sign off. But sure. this, thing, you know, um, yeah, I mean, this it was it's kind of a hard, it, it's an, kind of an endless uh, road to go down because there's also toys that, or just gadgets that I've always liked, and um, like iPods. I had a whole, I had a few different iPods. You know, I had a few, I had a few different game systems as far as like Game Gear and Game Boy, but. You know, um, we didn't even touch on Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I don't even think we, I don't really want to, but Pokemon was big. I had hella cards. Sure. Um, in a couple games. Yeah. So. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't, I mean, in retrospect, I really just bandwagon. Maybe that's another, okay, maybe that's another thing we can talk about altogether. Just like bandwagoning shit we just yeah. tried to make ourselves like because everybody else was that. I think we should do that. That would be super fucking fun. <laughs> That'd be a fun one. Yeah. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Because I think I have. Yeah, let's put that on the list because I'm already got. I have like wheels turning and shit. Like, yeah. What did you bandwagon? As a as a quick little teaser, I'm like, like fucking wearing some even something as simple as wearing jerseys. I was just like, I just did it to be cool because like other mm. kids were wearing jerseys. I didn't fucking. Play do you sports. still have? Do you still have any of those jerseys? No. I, wait. 
Well, I do. I do. Um, <clears throat> and this will be just a little tease, and we'll get more into it. But yeah, I still have a. Uh, I think it was like a vin- like a eighties era, an eighties era. You know, Michael Jordan Bulls jersey that okay. grandma. Like I asked my grandma to buy me from Nike, Nike Town and Little Caesars. They're not Little Caesars. <laughs> <laughs> dude nike town they don't even call it nike town anymore that's how like old school that's that cool. is that's awesome that's okay, awesome okay. so I'm, I'm putting that on the list because that'll be that, that should be a fucking fun one too mm-hmm. um yeah so i don't even know re- really where we're going with this one i'm just kind of tired because i've had a i haven't slept great this week but i dig it man this is a good one i'm glad we did this um so we are yeah and it's nice to finally just be on multiple places to listen to our episodes you know production value upped up a little bit feels good feels good man i um i kind of wanted to have more to go with this uh episode Mm -hmm. so maybe you and i can start just posting some random toy pictures on instagram even if we have them or not go through anything that like you have or that resembles you know yeah how about we just like post something that's sentimental yeah and then we'll we'll go from there i have a couple things that i could you know look for so i think it i think it's unanimous that we're both too old for these particular shits for the most part (laughs) yeah for the most part most part that's all good guys so take it sleazy smell you later cue cue outro music